0: It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect those dots between the intellectual, the spiritual, the physical, and the emotional facets of our lives. And as I have said in the past, we are extremely complex human beings uh, with the focus on the being part of it. Uh, We need to learn how to connect those dots in order to keep our lives in balance. And one of the things that I want to suggest to everyone is going to my website, which is www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. There are 18 pages of shows there. I think we're up around 190 shows. And so all of them are archived on that website and then of course you know you know that you're on there that we're on uh, the podcast platforms as well so Spotify and uh, iHeartRadio and uh, the rest of the important ones that are out there uh, so if you have the time to listen to a podcast or if you're exercising walking Um, whatever you might be doing at home and you want to check in and listen to a podcast uh, please subscribe they will let you know when the new shows are up but on the website you can click on the boomers forever young banner and go into their website and check out all of their um, testimonials there's blogs there's um, videos uh, on their products and they're quite amazing in terms of keeping you healthy. I do use the products. A lot of my friends use the products. And we know that that's one of the ways that we can keep our immune system high and our inflammation level low. And I do talk about the barley. There's two kinds of barleys. I use the Gladiator, which is 20 grams of predigested protein. It takes inflammation out of the body. It removes toxins and it rebuilds muscles. And as we age, after the age of 50, we're losing 1% of our muscle mass every single year. So if you're 60, you've lost 10. If you're 70, you've lost 20. If you're 80, you know, you've know you lost 30% of your muscle mass, which is one of the reasons that people fall as they age. And of course, that can lead to a broken hip, which doesn't heal very well uh, if you have now hit 70 or above. Uh, my mom actually, died from complications of a broken hip. So go check those things out, uh, read about them, understand how they can influence your health in a positive way. And the other thing that I want you to also um, keep in mind is if you do purchase something, in the discount um, area of the checkout, if you just type in my first name, L-U-C-Y, you're going to get five dollars off everything helps these days so with the uh, inflation the way it's gone they have held their prices and they've allowed me to uh, offer a five dollar discount to people so you will get that each and every time if you enter that code i have with me a returning friend and guest Uh, her name is connie joe russo and um i um, I love having her on the show because she has overcome a lot of different obstacles in her own personal life and uh, we all have I mean if you get real honest with yourself from the time you were a child forward you know there's going to be obstacles that appear and it's how we cope with those obstacles you know whether they defeat us or whether they're stepping stones to other opportunities. Uh, she graduated from the University of Florida, summa cum laude, with a degree in sociology. Uh, she's not doing that so much now, but she's taking those skills with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a licensed healthcare administrator, a licensed medical and sports therapist, a wellness coach, and a fitness expert for over 20 years. And she's president and founder of an organization called Super Fit Kids, and um, they do all kinds of wonderful things with children that have cancer primarily, or is it only children it's with cancer? It's all children.
2: Okay. It's all children.
1: Okay. Um, so that is just <clears throat> super neat. Um, I'm looking forward to assisting you in whatever way I can in the Thank future. You so much. So we're going to talk about overcoming life's obstacles today and what that means. And like I said, everybody is faced with challenges that I I think when you come into life it's a challenge I'm sure being born and the babies don't remember it that long and certainly the mothers that are giving birth don't remember it you know after uh, the baby's born because you have that beautiful beautiful, yeah it is (laughs) Um, but you know life can be painful I mean we have losses we have physical challenges job challenges relationship challenges there's I mean you name it the challenge is there but it is what we do with it Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Why
1: don't you share your story?
2: I will definitely. I would love to. Um, And you're exactly correct in saying um, that is why Super Fit Kids has come into existence is because of my love for children. Um, That's a population that is so needed. It's a very vulnerable population. And we as adults... Who have gone through things in our past, and knowing that, <clears throat> in our journey, we have to be role models, and we have to try to help our children in every way that we can, and that's what Superfit Kids is about. Mm-hmm. Being strong role models, and overcoming, and showing our children what it is and how to do it. Um, I, for one, am a mother. I had my daughter Jasmine in 2005, that really expanded the programs that I had with the mommy and me and daddy twos, the importance of the family structure, even though now we have different family um, units and that's all fine too, but it's very important that there is a unity, you know, and that we do have, you know, positivity, Uh you know, with our children. Um, But yes, I uh, personally, last year, Um, Well, in in 2019, I was diagnosed with cancer, and then moving into 2020, I had uh, two surgeries, cancer surgeries, breast cancer specifically, and I have shown my daughter that, you know, we are definitely, we're all going to be faced with challenges. We are. Mm -hmm. That's just how life is and presents itself. But the most important thing is that, excuse me, is that we are able to, you know, overcome these things. So I show her, you know, yes, I had to find the doctors and and do the consultations, and she was aware of all
1: this. Mm -hmm. Um, I imagine that was really scary for her, though, because... You know, mm-hmm. kids are like, oh, my goodness, are you going to die? That's oh, one of their yes, thoughts. yes, yeah. of course.
2: Of course, of um, course. That was, I believe, a fear for her. But um, we are very strong in our faith. hmm And um, so she, she knows that and knowing exactly who I am as a person. Um, so I was confident that no matter what happened, I was going to be strong through it. Mm-hmm. And she is gonna be strong right there with me. And she has been, you know. um.
1: You know, one of the things that you and I Mm -hmm. have um, in common is we love animals. Oh, yes. And it's really interesting because I think a lot of people that are parents of animals, um, they really understand this. But some people that maybe don't have that same love, you know, kind of go, oh, you know, that's, that's not actually true. But dogs in particular, but also cats, can sense if the vibrational frequencies change. And because of health issues, mm-hmm. a lot of the animals, you know, especially dogs again, um, can smell cancer. Mm-hmm. And so they know that there's something you know, that's not quite right. Or they pick up after the diagnosis that the vibration has changed in the household. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they are feeling the stress, too, just as well as of the course. human members of the household. Mm-hmm. So did you notice that with your dog? You know, I did, as a matter of fact. We
2: have a little multi poo, <clears throat> and I believe she is a gift as well, mm-hmm. you know, because they are our family members, too. But, yes, um, prior to the diagnosis, I my symptoms that I had, it was um, inflammation in my chest Mm-hmm. I mean I would get heat I would wake up soaked like sweating just the chest um, <clears throat> I was um, yeah it, uh, I knew something was off I had a voracious appetite for sugar oh wow and that's what feeds cancer and that's what feeds cancer I absolutely I mean like. and this was totally uh, against you know nor do I even really like anything with sugar mm-hmm. but I could eat desserts and I would even go for jasmine if she had like a chocolate bar she'd go mom what, what happened to that chocolate bar?
1: I say I'll get you another one, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> so the addiction was there. Yeah.
0: Well, I, yeah. yeah,
1: feeding that cancer. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Because your body was saying, <clears throat> I don't have enough cancer to feed these cells, and therefore it told you to go get what the cells needed in order to grow.
2: Exactly. Isn't that fascinating? Well, they're highly how that intelligent. Works. Cancer yes. cells are highly intelligent. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's so important to be positive. To research, mm-hmm. you know, do your due diligence about what's going on in your body, understand your body, mm-hmm. and then you can make the
1: appropriate decisions. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, with children that have cancer, how do you go about teaching a child how to do these things? Well, it is a little bit more of a challenge.
2: Mm -hmm. Some children come into it and they're, you know, of course, healthy eaters and, you know, you know, dictated, of course, from their parents and their Mm -hmm. home life, because, Mm -hmm. of course, that's why I need the family on board as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it can be a big challenge. But nowadays, we have wonderful shakes that we can do and, you know, make them really um, tasty Mm -hmm. so that children enjoy it. Mm hmm But it's all about educating, you know, learning the food properties and the, um, you know, nutritional value Mm -hmm. and why we're eating things and why we're moving, why we're exercising, what muscles we're using, because it is the whole connection between your mind and your body.
1: There was a place, I don't even know whether it's actually still in existence, quite honestly, Um, but it was called the Center for Attitudinal Healing, and it was in Tiburon, California Mm -hmm. and I knew about it years ago when I was living in St. Louis Uh, so I'm gonna say 30 years ago at least and they did some studies with children and so this you would find very interesting Um, these were kids who they had exhausted literally all treatment possibilities so the doctors that were treating them knew about this center and would say, well, as a last ditch effort, if you can afford to do this, take your child to the Center for Attitudinal Healing. And some parents could and some parents couldn't. So the ones that went, they knew out there that if a child that has a, a catastrophic illness like cancer, if they can harness the mind, the power of the mind, that they would stand a much better chance of surviving. So they would teach, remember Patch Adams? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, So I think Patch Adams was also involved in this out there. Mm -hmm. But um, they would use humor Mm -hmm. uh, to uplift. So Mm -hmm. those vibrational frequencies, again, are going to be better. Um, But they also taught them to visualize that the cancer cells were like dark, evil images. You know, bright, um, light, dark Kind of, uh, yes, yes, you know, yes scenarios. Contrast, yes. And so, and all and of evil. the good guys, <laughs> yes, all of the good guys were white. You know, mm-hmm. they could decorate them in white outfits or make them angels or whatever, but they were white. And then the evil guys were the, you know, dark ones. And so they would help them learn how to visualize every time they had chemo or, or whatever it was going to be, that the cells in their body were all coming to their rescue, and they found that almost 85% of the kids that were sent there, that were basically going to die, 85% survived. Mm-hmm. And so it was I harnessing the power of the mind, along with medicine, that made the difference. Absolutely. And we still—I mean, 30 years later, we're still not there in helping people understand that. No, it's no. so sad.
2: And, it, and it's so true what you're saying. I mean and I believe that and that's what I try to help and, and teach people mm-hmm. you know our children I mean we learn they learn from when they're very young mm-hmm. and that's exactly where we need to capture the, their attention right right. you know about this lifestyle and that we do mm-hmm. you know we might not always be happy but we can always be positive
1: right that the negative is going to that the, exactly remember the book The Little Engine That Could yes okay so I mean, I would think every child should be given that book as they begin any kind of treatment for whatever the ailment is. That's right. And they become that little engine, you know, I think I can, I think I can, should be their motto in life, you know, that they will overcome. And that's what super kids kids... Yeah, and yes. watch the movie Rocky. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's another inspirational one.
2: Absolutely. And that's what Super Fit Kids is about. You know, I mean, we really have to walk the talk, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why being the founder and the president of the foundation um, and my love for children, of course, and families and trying to make a difference in this world, Mm -hmm. you know, we really have to teach our children, you know, at a young age, you know, what do we need to do Mm -hmm. in order to be superheroes? Exactly. Exactly. You have to be your own superhero, Mm -hmm. and that is overcoming all these obstacles that we're faced with, and instead of letting it defeat us, it'll help us in growing and becoming better people, and ultimately helping other people.
1: Did you, do you happen to watch Sunday Morning? Did you ever watch that show on CBS? No. No. This last Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. they interviewed photographers, husband and wife team, mm-hmm. that um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, yeah. So um, these photographers began to realize, and they used the superhero concept, mm-hmm. um, and they designed the costumes for each one of these children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so kids that were in wheelchairs, kids that had cancer, kids that you know, had gone through all kinds of catastrophic, maybe a fire or something, but they find out what their, super, their superhero model is. They talk mm-hmm. to them about who is your superhero. And then they make a costume yes. for the child and do the photography work. And so the kids have this picture of themselves that it's just amazing. I have never seen anything so beautiful. And that's what they did is they, they donate their time to the Make-A-Wish Foundation As a photographer for kids with superheroes, you maybe ought to get in touch with them. Absolutely.
2: As a matter of fact, we have costumes. I have a seamstress that put together costumes for our super fit kids Mm -hmm. with that same sort of concept Mm -hmm. is that, you know, that's what we are. You know, we are our own superheroes. Right. Right. And uh, we have to overcome life obstacles. And and in doing that, we have to keep our immune systems up. Mm Mm-hmm. So, number one, mentally, because it all starts in our head, number one, you know, remaining positive and educating ourselves about our bodies. So, we learn about our muscles, mm-hmm. you know, which muscles and, and how we're, we're working those muscles very effectively. That's a whole education process.
1: What kind of exercises do you have the kids do? I mean, I know there's different ages, but I mean, of what course. do you basically well, have them do? when
2: they're younger, we do fun Like jumping jacks and... Yeah, we do... Little sit-ups and... Oh, absolutely. You know, and we do things, we make it fun for the children. Mm hmm So, you know, like we do the superhero planks or, you know, we do, um, you know, like cat stretches and we do frog jumps and... You know, do you do, do any yoga
1: with the with the kids? We, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, we because do I would well. think that would help with stress reduction.
2: It does. It does. I do it with adults as well as the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do it with you know both the parents uh, being there, mm-hmm. so we all do it together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Some children, it just depends on the child and the different issues that are going on. Sometimes they're they need more one on one with me,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then other times we could bring the families. And and we can do it together. And sometimes it's just a stepping stone. Maybe I'll start one-on-one with the child, and then we bring...
1: Does it also in. have to do with the, I would think, the energy level of each child? Yeah. Like some kids are going to, even if they're sick, are going to be more, you know, the um, ADHD, that's the way I put it. But oh, you yes, know, we kids. have some of those, and yes. And so, you know, their attention span might be short, or they just have to keep moving. And yes. with other kids, it's going to be... Um, I don't feel good, and Mm -hmm. so it probably is less uh, energetic, let's say, um, activities for them. But they could learn. You know, one of the things that you might also consider helping them learn is 95% of the time we spend in our brains trying to make decisions. But the real truth of who we are is in our heart. And we have Mm -hmm. 40,000 brain cells Mm -hmm. that are actually in our hearts to help us make wise decisions. So even if somebody intellectually were to say, oh, you need to do X, Y, Z, the truth will reside in the heart. They have to go there first. And you and I both know to do that, that that's where our intuition is. And even if you're four and five years old and just learning about intuition, you know, they, they will know. They will know, like, this feels like the right thing for me. As opposed to my teacher said or my best friend said or my doctor said. They will actually be able to resonate with truth within.
2: You are 100% correct. And, <clears throat> and that's that whole discovery process. Mm-hmm. You know, educating, mm-hmm. number one, and then learning and feeling. Mm-hmm. Because the awareness is more significant. So, you know, through that growth process, they're able to understand what am I truly feeling? Feeling. Mm -hmm. Is this right for me? Mm -hmm. Is
1: this not right for me? And Mm -hmm. those are big decisions that we have to make. Well, and they have to make them by themselves many times. You know, because as they get a little bit older and they're not being constantly supervised by a parent, they have to make those decisions with their friends. If their friend says, let's do this, and it's not in their best interest, they have to be able to say, no, I don't think that's good for me.
2: And being independent thinkers. Mm-hmm. That's right. Being an independent thinker is really where we want our children. And Wouldn't it
1: be nice if, all our adults were independent thinkers? That's right. Well, that's why they <laughs> got to learn this from a young age. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We have way too many adults that, you know, to this day are giving mm-hmm. their power that's away to everybody following yeah. Yeah. followers, following. followers yeah. instead of leaders. Right. It's it's kind
2: of tragic, and and, and that's the problem. Even in the medical, uh, you know. Community, even though medical does serve its purpose, um, mm-hmm. absolutely.
1: But people have to make their own decisions about mm-hmm. their body. You know, when I was a little girl, many years ago now, but when I was a little girl, doctors still made house calls. Mm-hmm. And you stayed with your pediatrician until you were maybe twelve to fifteen years old someplace along in there you might not have them anymore Mm -hmm. but they knew you they knew your health they knew Mm -hmm. your personality they knew everything about you today if you are diagnosed with anything you suddenly become, you know, you have your primary care, you have your cardiologist, maybe you have a an oncologist, yep. and they don't talk to each other because they don't have no. time to talk to each other. They don't connect the dots. Nope. They do not connect the dots. Mm-mm, yeah. And that's what
2: we try to teach our children, mm-hmm. you know, is how to be able to understand what's going on with our body Mm -hmm. and that's through understanding our bodies and communicating Mm -hmm. that with the correct professionals Mm -hmm. who are able to do it yeah and help guide them
1: Hmm. fascinating stuff so do the kids get more excited you know as they begin to understand that they have power oh yes that really
2: excites them as a matter of fact you know, every single one, you know, excels in everything that they do in life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, socially, in school, <clears throat>
1: with their grades. So, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. So, do they come back? I mean, I'm guessing <clears throat> here that they meet on a regular basis, those super kids do. that. It, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. So that they have a, maybe like a once a month. Is it once a month, maybe? I don't oh,
2: know. Well, no, we have ongoing classes. <clears throat> okay, but I mean, <clears throat> once they graduate... Classes.
1: Do they stay in touch with each other, or do they um, ever graduate? Some do oh yeah no oh no okay. some have
2: now for years okay <clears throat>
1: and become very good friends okay because I'm just thinking that yeah if you were looking <laughs> yeah. at what's like a longitudinal study okay if you're looking at something like that you have a beginning point mm-hmm. of where let's say they're diagnosed with something and then somehow they find out about super fit kids. And so now they're beginning to learn coping skills and they're learning the importance of strength and nutrition and attitude and so on. Mm -hmm. So if you were to follow them, even if you just had their names and their phone numbers and said, I'd like to check in once a year to see how things are going. And you had a benchmark of how are your grades? How are you doing physically? How are you doing emotionally? You know, what's happening in your life? It would be so fun to see 10 years, 20 years out what happened with these skills? Did they follow them? Did, you know, are they still a part mm-hmm. of who they are?
2: You know, um, and, and we have, um, you know, we have followed a few of the children um, who are still in network together, mm-hmm. the super fit kids, and they're older now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they have learned a lot, and of course they have waxed and waned a little bit along the way, mm-hmm. as we all do. Um, but yeah, I, I think that overall... I think the impact of being your own superhero and learning mm-hmm. these very valuable tools mm-hmm. have helped them become the people who they are
1: right now and who they will be in the future. Yeah. I I just I totally believe that because if a child learns that they can overcome obstacles and that it's not such a scary thing, I mean if they get a failing grade, if they don't make a team, if their best friend you know dumps them or something if they can learn that in the big picture it's not that big a deal hmm then they'll take that into their adulthood so that if the yes. job doesn't turn out quite right or you know if they apply for medical school let's say and, and they don't get it that some other doorway will open up they weren't meant to be that they were meant to be this Mm-hmm. And I keep believing that the universe totally gives us opportunities. other opportunities. Yeah, it just does. Um, but if we believe that we're defeated, then we will the wind, be defeated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The windows are be closed. The doors are closed, and we become what we believe. Absolutely,
2: and that's the big hurdle that we need to overcome, and help our children realize is that they can overcome. Obstacles, And just because one door shuts or mm-hmm. a couple doors shut, there's going to be another beautiful one right around the corner. Right. As long as they remain positive and they keep their options open.
1: Absolutely. Uh, without divulging names, can you think of a couple of stories of kids that you've worked with where, you know, they did come up with, you know, an obstacle that could have been defeating, but they overcame it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, There's one in particular that I'm thinking of um, who had a severe health challenge. Um, And I believe that because of the whole foundation that she had and being involved with Superfit Kids for so many years, um, she came back, of course. She did get out of the program for a little bit. And then she came back in with need for help, you know, with the specific... um, health challenge that she had. And um, she's doing very, very, very well right now, you know. she's um, She had some digestive issues, Aww. you know, and she's, she's overcoming that okay. as well as um, she had put some weight on and was having some issues with other peers because you know how, you know, harsh some children can be. I think the word might
1: be cruel. I know.
2: They can be very cruel. They can be very cruel. Mm -hmm. And she's made, I mean, just amazing, you know, uh, uh, amazing feats with her, you know, exterior in terms of how she looks, but most importantly, how she feels very confident within herself.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? Um, I'm going to go back to that CBS program uh, with this section on uh, the superheroes. There was one little boy and he said that he had been bullied you know he was a little smaller Mm. and i think he did have some health challenges but he had been bullied quite a lot at school and so he took his picture to school it was like a show-and-tell time so he took his picture to school with him in you know his costume and everything and the kids i guess just were blown away and they actually came up to him and said we're so sorry that we treated the, you the way we did. You know, we didn't understand, we didn't know. And I think that's true. And it's that, um, yes, I don't know exactly what you would call it. It's, it's like a mentality that kind of, um, I, I guess I would call it a herd mentality, but if you have a bully child, he's very or she's very capable of pulling others around them so that it becomes a group that bullies, not yes. just a singular. And so I think when that child said, wow, we now understand and we're sorry, it changed the whole picture. I mean, the kid saw himself differently all because, you know, of what he had experienced.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I have another child that I'm thinking of, too, um, who was bullied. Um, she had some hair loss issues. Oh, like alopecia? Yeah. yeah. And as a matter of fact, she lost all her hair. Oh, wow. And Was it stress-related or dietary? I believe more stress-related. And I think, you know, we were working. You know, I was working with her mother, who's very healthy and, you know, all about nutrition. Um, but it's hard sometimes for parents to communicate mm-hmm. effectively. Mm-hmm. A lot of children don't, they don't want to hear it from their parents. No. They want to hear it from from an outside person, a professional person, mm-hmm. you know, who's able to communicate with them, you know, um, and make those changes. But, um, but yeah, she was bullied horribly, you know, in, in school. And it wasn't until, you know, I had made the suggestion, you know, let's, you know, we have a, a video, you can take this to school so that you can educate the children
1: mm-hmm. on what's mm-hmm. going
2: on. So they understand a lot of, times, even when she was out, you know, people think, oh, it's cancer or it's something else. Exactly,
1: yeah, because hair loss is always associated with that.
2: Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, but, you know, again, you know, now, oh my gosh, she's, uh, you know, excelled, you know, in school, in her relationships, has a great relationship. Um, has her hair come
1: back a little bit? It did. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah Good. it did. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes a big difference too. Yes, I it love did. the fact that you know the the wig industry has done so well uh, with things like that. You know, where you either have alopecia. Oh my God! Or, thank yeah.
2: God for that. Even people who have cancer, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is, or even just through life, mm-hmm. um, the thinning of the hair and things that happen mm-hmm. with stress. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now every pretty much every time you you turn around, somebody has some hair extensions or. Yeah, a wig or something they're they're doing to.
1: Well, know, make I think their the the music industry and yes, um, movie stars. You know, they change their hair frequently, and it used to be that nobody really knew. And you know, now it's not just the wig. I mean, Dolly Parton. I think she said one time she had over a hundred wigs. Maybe she has more than that now. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's that you pop on the one that is. Your mood for the day, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what they do. Um, yes. But um, yeah, I think that's kind and of. And you got to have
2: fun with it, so it doesn't matter what the obstacle is. Exactly, exactly. It's, you know, and and you know, we have to be able to transition mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and teach our children how to do that because, yeah, let's face it, things come our way, and we have to be ready to change that superhero outfit or put that superhero outfit on
1: and do what we need to do. Do you ever have kids that come into your organization that are um, there because of primarily stress? And I'm just thinking because COVID has done such a number on children and families over this last 24 months. Mm -hmm. um, So maybe they don't actually have a physical ailment, but because of the emotional stress, it is causing physicality issues. Yes, it does. So, do, are that's you seeing that? Yeah, are you seeing that?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So, what do you do for Even those more kids? More so. Yeah. Well, that's why exercise is such a great release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, it's, you know, once they start doing their kicks and their punches, their superhero punches and, you know, their super kicks, you know, they transform, mm-hmm. you know, and they're able to release the stress and anxiety that they're feeling. And it's a huge outlet for them. And it really, you know, it helps them, you know, whatever whatever issue they're going through. It really does.
1: It's just, you know, that's that mind body connection. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, there's so many that still don't quite get that. You know, they see it as a a division, like this is a physical, this is an emotional. Mm -hmm. We're getting a few more people that are pairing them together that are in the medical field. But quite often it's still seen it's as separate issues. Yes. And it, it absolutely is not. No. And a matter of fact, a couple of the parents
2: um, right now who I'm working with are having that issue because the medical doctors are like, oh, yeah, so what about the nutrition and the exercise? Mm hmm. You know, and it's, they shouldn't say that. You mm-hmm. know, there's, um, you know, you got to look at the whole entire person. Mm hmm. And you have to be able to, you know, give them as much as, as you can and try to figure out the puzzle and what's going on. Yeah. And it's not just one thing. Usually it's an integrative approach. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about SuperFit Kids, it's um, individual. We do individual, and we do small groups. We do large groups as well.
1: So where do you actually do this? What I have a physical location. Okay. I'm right here in Turpin Springs. Okay, and so the parents bring their kids there. They do. Okay. They bring their kids there.
2: Have... And after school, it's you know I I've, I've been in the schools. I've been mm-hmm. in a couple different schools as well.
1: So I mean, maybe in the future, but would they ever have? An opportunity to come to you after school for an after school program, and parents pick them up there.
2: Absolutely. We've done that as well.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We've done that. We're actually right at the schools. Like with uh, the schools around here, have what's called our club. Mm-hmm. So you would go into our club or what?
2: Um, no, it's um after school program with super fat kids. But it's not at my physical location. That's what I was wondering. Yes. No. No. no, Okay. No. Okay. And we do have, you know, we could do that. Um, We run a lot of other programs and there's a, you know, huge opportunity to do that.
1: I'm just envisioning something. So I'll share with you my vision. Sure. And this probably would not be, you know, for a few years, but hold the vision. I would see it as a location away from school. Mm -hmm. And the location then would have things like pottery, uh, painting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. music, Mm -hmm. uh, yoga. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there would be different avenues for kids Mm -hmm. to learn how to express themselves because not everyone is going to be comfortable with the physicality, but they might be able to express themselves creatively. Absolutely. And so that would give them another option. Or they could mix and mingle. Mm -hmm. but they would come as a referral from a holistic doctor or a doctor that is thinking outside the box Mm -hmm. and say you know what your child would benefit from this kind of program and there would be in the same way that you have these little mini buses that pick up kids there would be a situation where there would be transportation from some area schools to this center where they could learn, much like the Center for Attitudinal Healing, except there the physicians were actually uh, providing the treatment, the medicinal treatment, in this case it would be treatment that would be a holistic treatment, so they would Mm, learn about nutrition and learn about every way to stay healthy. That's a beautiful vision. I think it's a cool vision. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Okay universe. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> time time to start providing that kind of an opportunity. Absolutely. I had actually and there
2: are a lot of grants out there too.
1: There are, and I think that in you know in the fact that uh, again we're in a post-covid world that we're being told at least that this is something that we're always going to have and there's always been viruses. And there's
2: always going to be something. Right? Always. There's always, always. going to be something. Right.
1: So. so let's learn how to deal with it. In non-traditional ways, and not just necessarily taking a pharmaceutical, but living with, if you need the pharmaceutical, fine, it's here, but let's get healthy to begin with, because we're an unhealthy nation. Um, Obesity is the biggest reason that people have died from COVID, because obesity led to diabetes, and um, cardiovascular issues, and pulmonary issues in terms of breathing, so they Mm -hmm. had... Breathing issues, and of course COVID is a breathing disease. It's lung-oriented So let's just kind of approach this more holistically and not just okay. You need to go get a vaccine
2: Exactly, that's
1: right That that would be wonderful Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be and you know, it's funny because you can even on a lanai in a very small space you can grow herbs you can grow veggies. Um, they have pots, you know, that allow you to do that, assuming that you're not sitting in the shade all the time. But, you know, you can. And um, so get kids in, interested in how to eat healthy by growing their own food mm. or growing some of their food. So that's another class you can teach there.
2: Well, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's a huge part of it. And there are a couple families that I've worked with, and they have... The, um the grounds mm-hmm. at their house mm-hmm. where they put you know all these beautiful vegetables and they get
1: out there with their children and mm-hmm. yeah actually work their little land that they have there is a place it uh, it's a day trip but your daughter might actually enjoy it it's called Echo Farms have you ever heard of it yes okay mm-hmm. so um it's down in the Fort Myers area mm-hmm. and they have been teaching countries like Haiti and the Dominican Republic and I know they worked um, with people in Vietnam but they taught them how to be agriculturally more fit Mm -hmm. so that they use the land more appropriately and it would produce more and so that is such a cool place you know for day trips for kids because then you can come back and you know you're not going to be able to do what they do but you cannot certainly come back and in tubs you know on patios or yes. if you are in a condo or an apartment you don't have the ability to use the land but you can do it other ways mm-hmm. and they just get really interested in oh a seed produces this
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and so maybe you can't grow bananas in your backyard or mangoes but you can do lettuces and like I said herbs and tomatoes and um, and the children love that and they do and, and they, they love, love that
2: you're right it's even as small as mm-hmm. that could be mm-hmm. even if you're in a condo mm-hmm. and you just have this little area on your patio mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right or even inside I've had them with the lighting proper lighting mm-hmm. some parents mm-hmm.
1: and then they can actually grow a lot of the ones um, I know <clears throat> on Amazon you can order like herb trays Yeah. so if you wanted to for instance sprouts grow so quickly And so if a child wanted to see from seed to on my salad, it's a matter of a couple of a week at the most, usually 10 days, and they're actually harvesting. And so they've got, you know, the ability to begin to understand that they can grow nutritional things for themselves to add to their diet. And then it's not this, what are you putting on my salad, <laughs> you know, kind of thinking. It's like, oh, I want that. Exactly, yeah. because I've, I've nurtured this. Yes, exactly. And I
2: helped this grow. Exactly. And that's the other thing of appreciating things and every, every living uh-huh. thing. And that is definitely living uh-huh. and growing. Absolutely. And we teach children how to respect, uh-huh. you know, other things in life, all things in life. Um, and that's what fit kids do as well, not only to respect ourselves, but to respect other people and all living things. right. right. So yes, you're right. That big vision on that uh, facility sounds fantastic. Well, I can I'm gonna keep that. Yeah. I can see yeah.
1: some sort of a, a wonderful artistic like superhero Mm. emblem, you know, over the top of the building. Oh, yes, with a shining light. (laughs) Yes, exactly, so that everybody knows, like, oh, I know what goes on there. You know, that they're educating children to be our health stars of the future.
2: Yes, and we do have a big problem right now, Mm -hmm. you know, with the big summits and the Mm geo-summits and
1: everything with our environment.
2: And And I think it will
1: come from a child. I think so many of the adults, unfortunately, are super damaged. You yes, know, they're they're not going to get to be superheroes and super fit kids. But we can take that younger generation mm-hmm. and begin to teach them the importance of what we do with our minds creates the world around us. And you know, which was Absolutely. what my book was all about. But you know just all of it is is there. It's there. It's such fertile ground, and we're missing it, you know, because we are only thinking about teaching a child to produce income for the future in many cases. You go to school and you learn yes. to have a profession because this puts a roof over your head, but they're missing the other parts that the are deeper, so, more intrinsic, yeah, yes. Right. It's the it's the part Beauty that makes us humans. So yes, how do we joyful, take the joyful happy part, mm, yes. How do we take care of our animals? Grateful. How do we take care of our environment? Mm-hmm. How do we take care of the water? I have a, a gentleman yes. that I know who has his two daughters and he go out um, every Christmas. And they pick up trash off the water, you know, because they feel like that is part of taking care of not just understanding that we receive, but we also give. So we give in terms of taking care of Mother Earth. So he does that with his
2: kids. Yes, that is beautiful, and that's what we have to do. Yeah, amazing. And and adults can be transformed, and I do believe, um, I, I try to keep as positive with that as possible, and try to encourage the parents mm. because a lot of them get of course they feel like oh am i being a bad parent or am i not doing the right thing and just even and you know sometimes it's it's a, it's overwhelming. Mhm. It's the biggest responsibility that we have I believe in life. You know that's but funny. That's the best. Yeah.
1: That's funny you would mention. I've talked to you about this I think <laughs> I have anyways. This one show that's on Netflix called Call the Midwife. Yes, yeah. Okay. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. All right. so last night they had Uh one, and um, the mother was, you know, a devoted mother to her little girl who was about three, and she was getting ready to have another baby, Mm -hmm. and the midwife kind of was beginning to pick up that there was something not quite okay with this little girl, but it wasn't from neglect or anything Mm -hmm. else, but Mm -hmm. the mother just thought she was an exceptionally good little girl. And it turns out she had a condition called PKU, which is a, a nutritional deficiency. She was allergic to protein. Mm. And so everything they were giving her to eat, you know, milk, uh-huh. cheese, I mean, oh, this is all taking place in England. That inflammation. It was creating all of those problems. And yes. so they got it diagnosed, but then the mother-to-be was terrified that the next baby was going to have the same condition. Mm. And she actually was like, I, I don't want to do this. And of course, you can't say that when the baby's ready to be born, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to no. do this. I mean, exactly. that baby's going to come out. That baby was fine. Did not have the you know genetic uh, predisposition toward PKU. Sure. But um, I, I think that it's so cool to, because parents do. They think, oh, I should have noticed, or I you know, have contributed to this genetically or something. And that's not the way life works, you know, no. like life gives never you know. something and mm-hmm. it, again We're coming back to the title here, but it's you have an obstacle What are you going to do with it? You know how you that's approach right. it is all the difference
2: Yes, and a lot of times parents what I've seen too, transform um, To try to be better for their children
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Once they understand
1: mm-hmm.
2: You know none of us are perfect, right? And that we just have to, to educate ourselves and do the best that we can, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And we have to be better people, especially when we have the responsibility
1: for other lives. Right. And, and that responsibility kind of goes across the board. So, it does. So, you know, it's the physical, again, coming back to connecting the dots, mm-hmm. you know, help your children get excited about learning in general, not just the academics at school. Um, help your kids be emotionally sound. You know, what do you need to do to maybe make that happen? You know, help them be spiritually involved with life. And not just from a religious sense, but that there's, you know, forces out there. I mean, trees communicate with us. They do. And so help them learn that. And Mm then plants, you know, communicate. And our vibrations help them grow or not grow. Mm -hmm. So with kids, to me, when I was in the schools, you know, it was all about how do I meet you at your level? You know, so that we can communicate on all of these things, not from an adult down to a child. Absolutely. Child to child, because we all have that inner child in us still. So and isn't kind that the, the truth? Yeah. I,
2: I totally believe that too. And that's why, um, yes, we do have to get to the level of our children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's people who work with me. Mm-hmm. They have that love for children, yeah, and they become children like themselves, right? Well, we forget to play, you know. Yes, we have so. to do that. Right, that's, that's important. That's why Super Fit Kids is with a Z, you know, and we incorporate the programs for the adults as well. As well,
1: yeah, and that's really critical.
2: You know, it doesn't matter the age; we're all Super Fit Kids, Lucy. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. I mean,
1: I I have several friends that um, have pointed out that. I am definitely a child at heart, so...
2: <laughs> yes, yes, and that's how we have to be. That's how mm-hmm. we stay young. It is, it is. Yeah, you know? and that's how we stay very positive through life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, I loved having you as my guest again. You're gonna you. are going to be back so uh, in the middle of February, so yeah, we'll yes, be, be talking again then. That. And I, I'm going to give a plug right now to what will be happening in the spring is that Connie does a fundraiser for... Yes. Um, you know, kids um, With. program, and um, you're going to be joining, I guess, another organization maybe. but For pediatric cancer. Yeah, it's
2: going to be for pediatric cancer as well. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, so it's a golf outing, everybody. So kind of if you're in the, I don't know, Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg general area, maybe put springtime on your calendar Enjoy for us. coming out and um, playing a little golf and raising money.
2: Absolutely, and then I'm going to start doing those seminars. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. those talks this Saturday. I'll be at Tuscania, at Dennisbrook, and we'll be doing a. Uh, well, I'll be doing a seminar to try to help people who have cancer, caregivers, and mm-hmm. anybody who wants to be proactive about their health.
1: Yeah. So all of those things are nothing but positive. Uh, positive, let, positive. Yeah. Let people know how to find you real quick.
2: Yes, you can find me at www.superfitkids with a z foundation.org
1: okay and that will also be on the synopsis uh, with a different uh, podcast as well as at www.synergyconnectionradio.com so thank you again for thank you joining so much lucy me. and everybody go out there and make this your best life i know you can do it yes you
2: can have a beautiful day